Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Happy Life Abroad podcast. I am Michael, your host, and I'm excited to start the fourth episode to our show. Happy Life Abroad is a podcast with and about expat stories told by expat spouses. The purpose of the show is to shine some light on what it means to be an expat spouse and how to adjust to a new country and their culture, what are the daily struggles in each stage of the moving abroad process, but also to create a community of like-minded expat spouses who inspire each other. Every two weeks, we'll invite an expat spouse to join our conversation, to listen to their stories, share with us their tips and tricks, and be inspired by how they overcame different challenges. Because as we all know it, I'm sure, the expat life comes, comes with its struggles. Every moving abroad story is unique, and they are all very interesting success stories like ours today. Also, please stay with us until the end, and we'll have a surprise for you. Now, please join me in welcoming to on today's show, Kara from Tennessee in the U.S. Hello. Hi, Kara. Thank you for uh, being with us here today. How are you doing? Good, thank you. Thank you for having me. So I've heard some highlights of your story uh, during our call last week. Uh, it's a great story. Um, thank you. Could you tell us a little bit about yourself and your family? Sure. So we're a family of five. We have three children. Um, current ages are um, almost four, seven, and nine. And um, we moved over here at the ages of two, five, and um, almost eight. So uh, we uh, from Knoxville, Tennessee, and we moved over here in August of 2018. So we've been here for almost two years. Um, the children had never left uh, Tennessee before outside of some short-term travel. So this is everyone's first time and first experience abroad. So where are you now? So now we are in Guam, and um, we've been here for almost two years now. Mm-hmm. And uh, was it a hard decision to move? Uh, yes and no. Um, initially, we weren't sure of the decision um, and, you know, what would be the right track to go, but then... Once we kind of reconsidered all of the different um, opportunities it would allow for our family, we decided to go ahead with it. And, um, you know, looking at logistics, you know, we thought it would be an exciting opportunity for um, the children to see a new part of the world and cultures and languages, foods, even for ourselves. Um, but we knew it would also be difficult for them to kind of uproot them and, and leave their friends and family and our mm -hmm. friends and family. So um, it, it was initially difficult, but then once we made the decision, it was easy, and we're very glad that we did it. And what would you say are the biggest differences between Guam and, and uh, Tennessee? Um, mostly just the, the fact that um, the location, I guess you would say. It's um, in the middle of the Pacific Ocean, and we are south of Japan and east of the Philippines. So we have a very heavy influence of Asian culture, and that's something that we don't get a lot of in um, Tennessee. And so there was a, a very large uh, cultural difference and learning curve. Um, and then, of course, you have the local culture that was very different as well. Um, they're called the Chamorro culture. 
And so adjusting to that was different. Also, life in Tennessee was very fast-paced and um, very easy. Uh, lots of modern conveniences here. Um, the island time exists, um, and nobody's in a real hurry most times. Uh, and then you have the difficulties of um, being an island in the middle of nowhere. So um, resources are limited. Cost of living is a bit higher um, compared to most places, especially Tennessee. And um, there's just, you know, some minor inconveniences that come with living on an island. So. Right. And what do you think helped you adjust the most? Uh, I think immersing ourselves in the local culture really helped um, with the adjustment. Um, right from the get-go, our children started school shortly after we moved here, and we began going to local festivals, um, participating in sports with our children. And so that really helped us to meet other expats in a similar situation, as well as meet locals um, and others from other cultures that are frequently um, visiting here. And so that helped us kind of get to know the island a little bit better, get to know their people better, um, their food, the language, and, and just really get acclimated a lot faster. Mm -hmm. So, okay. And, and um, uh, what's, what's your daily life like on the island? Uh, well, typically, uh, it's a pretty similar life to, I would say, like American or European life. Um, we typically have, you know, school and after school activities and work and things like that. Um, but now, of course, with the virus, everything is shut down. Um, and we're still in a shutdown state here for the most part. Um, so everyone's been pretty secluded. Uh, but typically, it's an island that's full of tourism. That's our main industry. And so there's lots of events going on, um, lots of tourists in all the different areas. Uh, of course, you know, typical activities are water related or ocean related, um, and also jungle related. So lots of hiking and caves, um, scuba diving and snorkeling, beaches, things like that. So, um, easy to access, you know, even just for after school activity or for a couple hours throughout the day. Mm -hmm. And what about the food? How's the food there? Um, the food is great. Um, it's definitely kind of a smorgasbord of Asian cultures. There's a heavy uh, Filipino influence um, with their food here. The local food is, um, they're known, the Chamorros are known for their barbecue. And so they're very family oriented and it's very common on the weekend for multiple generations of people to come together around food and they'll have a hog on the grill uh, wild hogs here and they will have um, different sides like red rice or lumpia, um, pancit, different Asian influences as well. And uh, tell me a little bit about the Tennessee culture. What's it like there? Tennessee culture is very um, southern and typical American culture. Uh, everyone's very um, friendly and uh, the Knoxville city itself is very community based and community and family oriented so there's lots of activities there as well 
Um, the whole city comes together for multiple events throughout the year. So we found that to be uh, nice to have that continuation here and be very family oriented here on the island as well. And uh, what would you say have been your biggest struggles? I think leaving friends and family was probably the biggest struggle and just going into all of the unknowns as this is our first experience as expats. Um, we've learned a ton. And so I feel like we'd definitely be more comfortable uh, if we were to move again. Um, but leaving that initial feeling of leaving everything you've known um, and ours was a little bit unexpected as well. So that kind of added another level of um, excitement and stress <laughs> and worry. Um, but I think that just going into the unknown and, you know, you can speak to people and get their experiences, but it'll never quite prepare you for what it'll be for yourself. And so um, just learning to, you know, have an open mind and, and be adaptable right. helps a lot. And uh, if you could give advice to somebody who's maybe thinking of moving to another country, um, what advice would you give them? I would say take the leap. <laughs> uh, it's a little intimidating at times, definitely stressful at times. Um, worrisome, uh, but it's so exciting, and I, I can't say enough good things about the experience that we've had and just what it has done for our family and, and the growth that it's provided um, and the experiences that it has provided. It's allowed opportunities for traveling in new places and learning new languages, um, tasting new foods, experiencing new festivals and holidays, and um, if you go into it with an open mind and really if you just have no expectations and just kind of take everything as it comes, uh, it allows you to see the experience in a different way, in a more positive light. And, of course, you know, it's not all rainbows. <laughs> um, there are struggles along the way, but if you can have more of an open mind um, to the idea of all the new things to experience, I think that helps a lot. Mm. Well, thank you, Cara. That was that was wonderful. Um, do you have a business or an Instagram account you'd like to uh, promote? Uh, we're documenting our family's experience and travels on our Instagram, and that uh, Instagram handle is livinghappily.ever.after. Okay, fantastic. Well, thank you for joining me on Happy Life Abroad podcast. It was great talking to you. And you as well. Thank you for having me. You're very welcome. Uh, we've also created a dedicated Facebook group with the same name, Happy Life Abroad for Expat Partner and Spouses, a safe space where anyone can share their experience and get some support and inspiration from other members. Find us on Facebook and join our community. Also, I just wanted to give something back to our community. As mentioned, that I am offering complimentary cross-cultural coaching and a 30% discount on any of my coaching packages. Visit our website, highmountainproducts.com, and contact me through the form or email. And until next time, stay safe, everybody. Bye.